Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. So over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you here. Today, we are going to talk about a prayer closet and really the benefits and what happens in our lives when we have a prayer closet. And this episode is going to be a little reminiscent of the secret place. Talked a little bit more about establishing a secret place in that episode. And again, today, just going to kind of go over a few of the, I guess, reasons that we have a prayer closet not an exhaustive list by any stretch of the imagination, but just some things that I've experienced or observed about people with prayer closets. This episode was inspired by several things. First of all, a beautiful song by Taylor Fish called Prayer Closet. I ran across it on Instagram. Someone had recorded a little cover and it was so beautiful. And so it has ministered to me very deeply and I just wanted to share that today in lieu of an unedited entry and then secondly inspiration for this episode came from several little sermon snippets that I've listened to from Paul Washer where he's talked about prayer and dependence and there was a specific quote that he said he said if you never go to a secluded place you'll never be able to help one soul on this planet and truly a prayer closet is the place where God equips us and enables us to leave an impact for his kingdom. All ministry comes out of a prayer closet because all ministry comes from connection to Jesus. And a prayer closet is where that connection is strengthened and where it's built, where it's formed. And so in Matthew 6, 6, we read in the King James that Jesus says this, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, Pray to thy father, which is in secret, and thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. The New Living Translation says, But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your father in private. Then your father, who sees everything, will reward you. So Jesus says there's a reward for entering into our closet, for praying to our father in private, for going away by ourselves, And it is, again, so imperative that we as Christians have a prayer closet. This is not a literal place, though it can be. Some people may actually need a physical, small, enclosed space, a closet. But a prayer closet is a place where you carve out to be with Jesus. It's somewhere where you can say anything and everything to him totally unhindered. It's somewhere where it's you and him alone in perfect, complete solitude all the distractions minimized. This could be your basement. This could be your couch. 
This could be the side of your bed. For me, in the current season, and I did explain a little bit of this in the episode about the struggle is real, I have several prayer closets depending upon my schedule and the day. Um, We live in a very small apartment, and so usually I either pray in my car or at our church, which is very near to our house. And again, just somewhere where I can be alone with Jesus. It's so important to establish a time and a place. And it's so important to carve out a place to seek Jesus. Somewhere where you've intentionally set aside to see seek him and to be with him. Jesus said, go away by yourself. And there is so many things that can only happen when we are alone with God. Things that can only happen in a prayer closet. These are the effects the benefits. Jesus said there's going to be an open reward. And so I just want to talk just again a little bit. This is not an exhaustive list. These are just the things that came to my mind as the effects of having a prayer closet. And we as humans need this place of secret solitude alone with God. It's like the charger for our battery. We were made to run on the presence of God and the word of God. And so often we're trying to live lives with a totally depleted battery. But this is where that battery is recharged so we can have spiritual energy and spiritual impact. First of all, and I want to mention something. These are not in any particular order. Um, And so this first one may seem a little odd. But in the secret place, God hears our complaints. God takes our burdens in the secret place. One of the key verses of my whole life, I wrote it on a little sticky note when I was 17 years old, and it's Psalm 55, 22, which says, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. At that point in my life, I didn't know the burdens I would need to cast on the Lord, but I've cast many burdens on the Lord. And there's several places in scripture where we are invited to complain. We're invited to, as Peter wrote, cast all our cares on him for he cares for us. God really, truly wants to know the heavy things, the burdensome things, the complaints, the frustrations, the challenges, because intimacy is birthed when we share from our complaints and our issues. God hears confessions in the secret place. This is a place where we can repent where we should repent. This is a place where we can be vulnerable with God. David said in Psalm 32, 5, I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. And again, with both of those, with complaining to God and with confessing to God, God lifts our burdens. Verbalizing things to him has a lifting effect. We walk out of a prayer closet lighter because we have verbally processed to the creator of our souls. We've verbally processed, which is really, if you think about it, what a good counselor does. They get you talking. They get all the stuff that's in your head out of your mouth, and it helps process through. And that's exactly what happens in a prayer closet. God lifts burdens as we share the deep things of our lives with him. God draws near in a prayer closet, and this is such a key of a prayer closet. Intimacy, relationship is the entire point of our walk with God, and it is in a prayer closet that it's 
established, that it's birthed, that it's formed, that it's strengthened, that it's deepened. God longs to be alone with you. We see this thing in humanity that we long for connectedness. We long to know and be known. And that's because we are made in the image of God. God longs for us to know him. He longs to reveal more of himself to us. And that happens when we are alone with him in a prayer closet. Intimacy is birthed there. And Jeremiah 29, 13 says, And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. God is longing to be sought out, to be searched for. And when we search for him, when we say, God, I'm making this prayer closet, I'm giving you this part of my day, whether it's 10 minutes, a half hour, one hour, two hours, three hours. God, this is my portion of my day where I'm setting aside this place and this time to seek you. God draws close. He reveals more of himself to us. God changes us in a secret place. We're changed from glory to glory. We're changed just the teeniest, tiniest, ittiest, bittiest speck one day at a time in his presence. And there's a transfer of radiance that happens in his presence. God does things that we cannot see when we are locked away with him. I'm thinking of Moses who went up into the mountain with God in Exodus 34 for 40 days. And when he came down from the mountain, his face was glowing. Others saw it. Moses didn't know it. It says this in verse 29 through 30. It says, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai carrying the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant, he wasn't aware that his face had become radiant because he had spoken to the Lord. So when Aaron and the people of Israel saw the radiance of Moses' face, they were afraid to come near him. And people can recognize the presence of God on our lives that's transferred in that prayer closet, in the secret place. And God changes us from glory to glory. I love 2 Corinthians 3.18. It says, So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. Truly unedited, we have the little background noise going on here. So we're changed a little bit at a time in his presence. Next, God lays others on our heart in the secret place. I do pray from a prayer list many days, just people that I've said, I'll pray for you that I meet out in public or people in my own life that I pray for. But there's a lot of times when I'm seeking God that God just lays somebody on my heart. I can't get their name out of my mind and I know I need to pray for them. And along with that, a lot of times I'll send them a note. Not always, but in some cases, God knows how to get the message across to us to pray for somebody. And that can happen outside of a prayer closet. But I do find that many times for me personally, that happens while I'm in that place with God. Number seven, God fuels our ability to impact others. Again, what Paul Washer said, if you never go to a secluded place, you'll never be able to help one soul on this planet. And it is in that secret place, just along with intimacy being formed and strengthened and deepened, our connection to God is formed and strengthened and deepened. And everything we do in this life of kingdom impact has to flow from a connection to God. We cannot do anything apart from him And also, lastly, God downloads his heartbeat into our chest. I truly believe that one of the most incredible aspects of having a place carved out for Jesus, a prayer closet, is that he 
slowly, it's kind of like a USB cable. He just downloads his heartbeat into our chest and helps us have a love for others that we wouldn't be able to have apart from him and a love for what he loves that, again, we could not have apart from him. And so that's just a few little thoughts about the reward of a prayer closet. And a prayer closet is going to look a little different from day to day. For me, I'm a mixture of word and prayer. Prayer is me talking to God, and God's word is God talking back to me. And some days I have a lot of words in English. Some days I have no words in English. Some days I pray in tongues, which if you have never heard of speaking in tongues, is a powerful powerful devotional prayer language we see in the book of Acts that God poured out his spirit in Acts chapter 2 and that it was a promise that was for everybody in Acts 2.39. And so it is the initial evidence of being filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. But above and beyond that, it is a prayer language. And the Bible says that the spirit makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. And so that's kind of a side note, bunny trail. But some days when I'm in a prayer closet, I have a lot of tongues. Paul said, I pray with the spirit and I pray with understanding. And the Bible says that when we pray in tongues, when we pray in the spirit, our understanding is unfruitful, but God knows, the spirit knows what it's praying. And those prayers, sometimes we may be praying for people that we do not even know. And so again, it's going to look a little bit different every day, but carve out a place, carve out a time, carve out a space where you can intentionally seek Jesus. And just a reminder of that quote from Paul Washer, if you never go to a secluded place, you'll never be able to help one soul on this planet. And so just a little encouragement today of the effects of a prayer closet in a life. Today, in lieu of an unedited entry, I'm going to share a song by Taylor Fish called Prayer Closet. This song has ministered to me 